Smartcast. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into Missing the Point. It's uh, it's no longer the power ranking show because the ranks have been powered. The powered have been ranked. We uh, we had a lot of fun talking about who was good, who was mid, who was shitty. Uh, but now it's playoff time, man. And uh, turns out everyone was kind of shitty, except for like six teams. It turns out we thought everybody was good, but it turned out everyone was just equally shitty. Have I ever uh, have I ever done? You know, are you a South Park fan? Have you, you know, Tally? Of course I know Tally. I do a pretty good Tally. Do you want to well, hear it? Yeah, I want to hear you, Tally. Of course I want to hear you, fucking Tally. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you why this relates to football in a second. Okay. But... Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited <laughs> for the connection, to be honest. I really... <laughs> yeah. All right, ready? I'm so high right now. I got no idea what's going on. So the reason <laughs> I did the Tally Bro, for those it. Bro, that was so good. <laughs> I'll, I'll, do, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do carbon for you later, too, even though it has no, uh, it has no bearing on this, but. I feel like every time I look at Lovey Smith's face, he reminds me of that line from Tally because he's always just got this like half smirk, like he knows something that we don't. And uh, I have to say, like, turns out he fucking did. <laughs> he knew for, what he was doing the whole fucking time. For for myself, longtime listeners of the show will know. New listeners, you're about to find something out about me. I'm a fan of the Chicago Bears, and for someone who has just watched. The worst team in the NFL. I had a fucking great time watching the Bears this year. I had a really good time watching Justin Fields be Justin Fields. I'm glad I, I could really ride, it, ride it with you too. I'm glad I could ride uh, yeah, the Justin. Fields I love it. Yeah, because Bobby uh, had Justin Fields on his uh, on his uh, fantasy <laughs> team, so we've just been we're all in it. So uh, I've actually had a shockingly good time watching them this year. Fields is great. We almost won a lot of games, but we didn't win any games. So were, yeah, they were so good at losing yeah, this year. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were great. And obvious, it was an obvious rebuild. We are, by the way, listeners, going to talk about the playoffs and not the team who made the playoffs the least <laughs> as we come up. But uh, we we did have a good time watching and talking about the Bears this year. And like, how was that I came moment? In, though, how was that I came moment? In, when, I'm going to describe it to you. Okay, I came yeah. into the final day of the season not thinking it was possible. Not thinking it was possible, not even entertaining the thought. Like it hadn't occurred to me that they might get the number one pick because it to me it was just a no-brainer that the Houston Texans just had to go out and lose that game. And it was just like all locked up. You go get Bryce Young and you just start to rebuild and you hope for the best for the future, right? But I mean, they must have told Lovey Smith they were gonna shit can him either way. They did. They told him before the fucking game. And I don't know So stupid. I don't know what kind of motherfucker you thought Lovey Smith was. I, but that man is from round the way. You know, that kind of... He's from round the way. And he's leaving with something. He is leaving with something. And oh, what a I, you know what it was? It was like, if if you could convert it into like a like a 10-second video, it was the part in Half-Baked where the guy quits his job and he's like, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> and as it started to materialize, right, I didn't want to tell myself it was possible. As the Texans were like winning, and then the Colts came back, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." They were just trying to make it look good, like whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fourth and twenty. Fourth and twenty. Fourth and twenty. I was like, "All right, all right, no, whatever." Fourth and twenty. It's not gonna happen. And uh, that's just, a sign. That's a sign, by the way. Yeah, I know, dude. I didn't want to. I kind of like maybe there was some part of me 
that was thinking like, if I don't ever think it'll happen at that point, maybe it's more likely to happen. You know, like you're kind of making like deals with a guy. Like, oh, 420, bro. Look, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially the Houston Texans who don't have a good player on their team, their quarterback is, I mean, his name is Davis Mills, which a lot of people might've just learned. Wait, was, David, was that Davis Mills that threw the pass? Davis Mills that threw the pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't Jeff Driscoll. I'll that's tell you that. Thought, that's sure. who I thought it was. I thought was it was, Jeff Driscoll. I mean, it might have been fucking. I'm pretty Jeff sure. Driscoll, I'm pretty bro. sure it was Davis Mills. Doesn't matter. You both are equally fucking irrelevant factors <laughs> in this in this national football league. <laughs> we just said two <laughs> names that might they might as well. I mean, all due respect to those two guys, they're a hell of a lot better at football than I'll ever be. But the, like, those are two guys that might as well be in the fucking in the in the background casting of Footloose. <laughs> Never mind playing football in the NFL. But listen, here's the thing. Davis Mills or fucking, you know, Humpty Dumpty or whoever <laughs> the, the fuck, fuck was. steps back and throws just like a, essentially a Hail Mary, right? It, was, yeah. it goes through it t- the hands. He took, he took a crow hopper thing. Yeah. It goes through the hands like it like it disappeared and then reappeared. <laughs> like it, it went through the hands of a, of a cold secondary player and they caught the touchdown. And then the sweetest fucking moment I've ever seen where you're Lovey naked, Smith just gets naked, this. Bro. Just this curled, curled corner of his mouth smile. He's just smiling with the edges of his eyes. And they go for two. <laughs> and they get it. <laughs> of yeah. course they do at that point, right? Of course they do. Lovey Smith, the man who brought the Chicago Bears to the 2006 Super Bowl and unfortunately lost, even though Devin Hester returned the opening kickoff. I think it was always going to be Peyton Manning's year that year. We had Rex Grossman as a quarterback. Might as well have been Davis Mills. Peyton we versus Rex Grossman in the yeah, Super Bowl. Not, not <laughs> fair. Not fair. Not fair in the modern era. But we had the best defense I've ever seen the Bears have back then. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was a great season. Yeah. And I, you know, I was bummed out that we uh that we blew that up. But it's Lovey Smith will always will already before now will always have had a place in my heart because I don't even think he should have gotten fired when he got fired. But now, like one of my kids, one of my Statue. future kids. Statue. Like unbelievable. Yeah. Like you said to me, right? That could be a franchise-changing moment for both of for those everyone. franchises, right. for Pro- everyone, positive bro. and negative. You know, unfucking believable moment. I-, I couldn't believe it because obviously now, if you're, uh, what was that fucking guy's name that was on ESPN today? Uh, basically, being like, oh yeah, no, the Bears. Here's what they need to do. They need to trade fucking uh uh what's his name matt mike tannenbaum was like they need to trade justin fields draft bryce young go forth with bryce young and then get like a couple first rounders for justin fields it's like dude that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard first of all what fucking quarterback were you watching all year (laughs) second of all bryce young like he might be good but like for me this was like the the least he ran unopposed for the heisman this year right yeah he there's no conversation around any sort of competition for him. You know, usually you get two to three guys coming out of a draft class at the quarterback position where people are like, could be him, could be him, or could be him. Here's my ranked of likelihood. It's only Bryce Young this year. It really is. So I don't know what kind of a quarterback he's going to be in the NFL. To me, he stinks of a of an all-American college player coming in and failing. That's That's what it looks like to me well even like best case scenario you're looking at like a 60 40 70 30 if it, yeah. that he's that that he ever gets to be he's not joe burrow justin field justin field has already proven who right he, you don't you he's do, already nfl do not you yeah. do not trade it no 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 please don't do that please yeah. don't do that so if um, ever Fluce does that i i and, and polls does that I, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be upset yeah, so but we have this first pick now and I hope they've been on the phone. If it was me, I would have been on the phone all week. Did you, ce- you- did you celebrate like it was a Super Bowl? Dude, I couldn't believe it. I fucking couldn't believe it. And I felt bad because, like, as you know, my wife is a Steelers fan and it came down to the wire for her again in the playoffs and she was fucking bummed. But I was, I was like running around the house, Hercules, Hercules. I was going fucking bananas, bananas. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I loved it. I had a fucking great time. It was the best possible last day to an NFL season this season that I could have ever predicted. Thanks for giving me a few minutes to talk about it. I love Lovey yeah, Smith with beautiful. my whole heart, with my whole heart. And jo- don't forget about Jordan Akins, bro. Don't yeah, about I love Jordan, Jordan Akins. Get that I man love, a statue. 
I love everybody that was involved in that win. I think that the Bears should just find a way, find a way to get Aikens <laughs> like on the just on the roster. Uh, sign them all up, dude. Sign them all up. They're all they're all honorary Bears anyway. I think it was awesome. I love that there was still drama, you know, at the end of the season for even for the neutral for watching. Like, you know what it, it made me feel good about? It made me feel good about, like, Red Zone's send-off. Like, they had a great, like... It was a great last day. They were like, it really thanks was. so much for being with us. Like, we yeah. had just a it wonderful was a really great, year with yeah. you guys. Like, And I I'm was like, say, you guys are the best. Like Scott Scott Hansen is, like, a, like one of my best friends. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Right? Like, he lives with he, me on a Sunday. <laughs> bro, I, I love Scott Hansen. That man has a soft spot in my heart forever. Oh my I'm going to miss was, him. I'm, I'm going to miss him. I know. I can't wait for next season, honestly, at this point. Do you know he's Chris Hansen's brother from Dateline? No, he's not. No, he's not. I just made that up. <laughs> I good. had you for a second, good. though. You had did. you in the you first did. half, not going to lie. All right. Yeah. We're going to talk about the playoffs. Thanks, yeah, for, let's talk. Yeah. thanks for chatting about the Bears with me. Okay. We're going to talk about the playoffs. And... Wait, actually, one last thing. The funniest part about this whole thing is it is probably like 60% likely that the Texans end up trading with the Bears to go up and get that first pick, bro. Are, and, are the, are the it, Texans okay? Like, are they all right? No. no. Somebody needs I've to never, check on them. I've never seen a franchise in such disarray in my entire life. You remember the movie uh, Girl Interrupted? Yes. It's, it, it's, it should be called Franchise Interrupted. Like, we, we need to check on their mental health. It's, it's not good. Uh, if you or someone you know is a Texans fan, uh, call someone. Call someone yeah. and let them know. Um, I'm very worried about you. We're worried about you, Winona. But honestly, if I'm being honest, this is how I feel about it. The Chicago Bears, for all their faults of the last few years, for some of the joke fucking teams that they put out of the last few years, the Chicago Bears are one of the winningest franchises of all time. They're one of the original franchises. Mm -hmm. They're in one of the best cities in America, nay, the world. They have a great fan base. They are a real NFL team. They're a franchise that the NFL would be worse off if they didn't have. They, they are a great market. And the, the Houston uniforms Texans, are iconic. The uniforms are iconic. They've had some iconic yeah. players. Dick Butkus, yeah. Brian Urlacher, yeah. Gail Sayers, Walter yeah. Payton, Vince McMahon, Jim McMahon. Sorry, Vince McMahon's the wrestling guy. Jim McMahon. <laughs> uh, it's just been, there's been, he's been the in fridge. the fridge this week. The fridge. Uh, William the Refrigerator Perry. Fucking uh, Mike Singletary. You know, Cade, they, Cade all, McCown. Yeah, you you can't you can't name that many <laughs> Devin Hester Devin fucking Hester, the the human highlight reel the the most um, exciting man in sports uh, Marty Booker Marty Booker loved him, Marty Booker Peanut Tillman remember him I love Peanut Tillman I like Peanut loved Tillman. him Marty Booker was great he was I like an old with, I used to play with the Bears a lot again yeah, yeah like oh yeah. six Madden yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah uh, Matt, I, Matt me and my Forte. buddy would always do Bears Ravens that was always the the matchup. And I just don't know if you can have that kind of conversation we just had about the Houston Texans. So makes me feel like all is right in the world that that happened. So sorry, Texans fans. Your franchise is not even as old as I am. And uh, that's someone sold their soul to the devil. I'm telling you, like at, at that moment when they were up 28 to 10, something catastrophic happened that affected the Houston. I'll Texans. tell you something. And, if you and, and if I don't if know, you outline to me. If you outline to me, like say the say Satan showed up right before that pass got thrown, and he was like, "Hey, you'll get the first pick if it, you know, I'll I'll make this catch happen, and you'll get the first pick. You want to sell me your soul?" I'd be like, "No." And then he and then if he was like, "Hey, this is what happens to the Bears in the next ten years if you get the first pick," but I'm gonna erase your memory and and not let you know that you sold me your soul. You want to do it? I'm signing on the dotted line, man. Let's yeah. fucking light this candle. Yeah. <laughs> you should be excited. You should. I am. I'm, I'm fucking. I was already excited about this offseason. Most salary cap, like I've told you a million times. And we were always going to have a good draft pick, but now we have the good draft pick. Anyway, we got to move on. Yeah, sorry. The Seattle Seahawks are playing the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, Sam. Hey, listen. We're going to talk about betting lines. We're going to talk about matchups. We're going to talk about players. We're going to do it all. We're going to. It's a one stop shop here. I'm missing the point today. But I have to say, right off the bat, Seattle, it's been an admirable season. I think you guys have, have really put in a lot of guts and a lot of glory. I think it's hilarious that uh, that Geno Smith broke Russell Wilson's uh, passing record uh, <laughs> in, really in one season, especially uh, married to Russell Wilson just having like a comically bad season. It didn't seem ever as impressive as some of the stuff Wilson did throughout right. the year. You know right. what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was great. Well, I mean, he was never like, 
he was never that guy, right? Like, you know, the way Drew Brees would always put like a fuck ton of yards up and like maybe not as many TDs as as Peyton and Tom because of like how that's offense was run, but like yards, like yards on yards on yards. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that was never the Russell Wilson game. So it's not that big of a deal. But I think I think like I was saying, honestly, guys, it's been a really good season for Seattle fans. I'm really happy for you. And please don't forget to take your gift bag on the way out. We really loved having you here. You, you really acquitted yourselves well for, for what we thought. And uh, the San Francisco 49ers are, are very grateful that you, you showed up to play and played your hearts out. But unfortunately, that's going to be all she wrote for the Seahawks, unless you think my, my, my apologetic send-off to them is, is incorrect, Bob. No, I mean, this, this ten, five, ten years ago was one of the best rivalries in football every year they yeah. come in the playoffs. But no, this is going to be this is going to be a waxing by the 49ers yes. for sure. Yes. And I mean, you, you, you think about the way that the Seahawks are looking and how the Niners have looked in the last, I think it's 10 weeks, aren't they? Isn't it 10 or, or six yeah. in a row, right? Six, six in, a, in row. a row. Six in a row. And Purdy's party hasn't lost and he looks like the real deal. It listen, doesn't if, look like if, he knows how to lose. It really does, man. And, and I think he looks better than both Jimmy and Lance looked at any point this season. Brock Purdy looks better than both of them. I agree. In, in that system. And that's scary because that, that, that team with the solid quarterback is, might be unstoppable. I want to go back. I want to go back in time and, and, and retract my admittance that Jimmy Garoppolo is better than I thought because obviously it was the system holding them up. Yeah. If, if we did a power rankings, the 49ers would be number one. Or I think they'd be number one. Maybe number two. Probably number two. Still take the Chiefs. Yeah, they probably be too. But Patrick Mahomes threw like 44 TDs without Tyreek Hill is here. Like he just shut that conversation down immediately. And he almost, like, broke, he almost broke the all time record for yards. Quite honestly, like the dude, I know that they're the favorites all the time. But the dude just does not get enough credit because as much as he gets, he should get more. But we'll talk about him in a little bit. The San Francisco 49ers are obviously going to win. But let's talk some betting lines. They're they're five ten favorites, minus five hundred and ten. The Seahawks are plus three seventy. That's not good value. Even if you think that they might win, which they're not going to. Even if you think they might, don't bet that. The over under is forty two and a half. I would take the under there. What about you? Yeah, yeah for sure. Seahawks on a score. I, I think they put up a max. I, I said this in the Discord earlier this week. I, I could see them putting up three. In this game, I feel like that's a very solid possibility that the Seahawks score three points, maybe, maybe seven to 10. But I think it's like a 28 to three game is how I see this going. Gino's yeah. like, yeah, I was thinking you know, like 10, 20, 10 27, 27, six was like what was was yeah. uh, pop, kind of popping up in my head. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. That first Saturday game, it just feels like one of those, you know what I mean? That that low score in, someone yeah. gets shut down. There's a couple but it's, interceptions. it's clear what's going to happen the whole time. Yeah, for sure. George Bro, Kittle, play, 25. Playoff. We're talking about right playoffs. Playoffs? George Kittle, 25 receiving yards in each half. I like that bet. Plus 150. I do like that. I do like that. I also like Kittle for first touchdown at plus 800. Um, yeah, because... I like Debo, 61 plus receiving yards and his touchdown at some point. Plus 300. One. Plus 300. There you go. Yeah, because yeah. they're going to be working him back in, too. Kittle, okay, Kittle's been solid since you since uh, Purdy came in. He looks Kittle's way, uh, especially early in the game. I think he scored first touchdown in like three of the four starts, or at least That's two good. of the four. Yeah. That's good. I like that. What about this one? Seahawks to win. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, DK Metcalf, and Noah Font all to score a touchdown plus thirty five thousand. Put a dollar on that. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. All right. I mean, I think uh, I think it's it's going to be a fun game to to sort of to kick off the day. Oh wait, it's not going to kick off the day. The Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills are going to kick off the day, uh, as they? well as the ten- yeah, as well as the Tennessee Titans. No, that's not a thing. No, that's Sunday. That's Sunday. That's Sunday. Yeah. Uh, you're right. You're right. 
wrong date. So that's going to kick off the day. And the other game that day is the Los Angeles Chargers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, here's where we're getting into some murkier territory with betting on the underdog. I think that one thing that always gives me pause when coming into the playoffs is momentum. The Chargers have it, but the Jaguars really have it. I feel like I'm getting a weird vibe off of Trevor Lawrence all of a sudden. Like there's a little sparkle about him. I feel like the Chargers, as much as they sort of came around uh, at, you know, towards the second half of the season, once everybody got healthy, there's still some kind of kinks in that armor that, yeah, that we sort of saw. What is it Staley doing playing his players this past week? They had nothing weird. to gain, bro. And then Mike, Bla- Mike Williams got hurt. He's out. He's I, out like, for I, this game. Is he really? I, I don't, actually, I don't know if it's official yet, but it's looking like he's out. Oh, especially he, he was in a boot yesterday. He's a, he's a bad coach. Like, he's honestly a bad yeah. coach. That team look, should have been looked so much better with the talent that they have. Yeah. He need that, like, Herbert needs somebody that is better <laughs> than Staley, to be honest. Well, it's, it's funny because we keep talking about how, like, since, you know, the weapons came back, they look like a different team, and it looks like, you know, the Chargers that we thought it was going to be. Bro, he actually hasn't been playing that great, and he hasn't been putting up that many points. Actually, I guess this past two weeks he did, but two weeks before that, they're a, little, they're a little hit or miss. They're a little hit yeah, or miss. Yeah, he didn't have any touchdowns and he had multiple interceptions. In both they don't games. fill me like, with confidence. They don't, they don't, they're like, if we're talking about betting money here. Unfortunately, the Jags are only plus 110. I mean, this is a pretty even spread here. I don't, I would have thought it would have been a little bit. I thought we had a little insider knowledge or something, but apparently Vegas watches football too. Well, Jacksonville's pretty fired up about this. This is the thing. They, they got that whole Duval County thing going, you know, the Duval yeah. and like, yeah. you know, they have the Jaguar who wears a thong. You know, that's, know. that's a whole All whole nine Jacksonville itself. Jaguar fans, all yeah. nine of them are probably going to be there. So uh, it's it's the best market for, for that Jacksonville's ever seen. They all bought jerseys. A couple of them bought T-shirts with like jersey names printed on them. But, you know, it's times are tough down there in Florida. I might take the Jaguars here, but to me, it's a stay away. I wouldn't want to bet this game. What do you think? I have it in a, in a couple, you know, my wild parlays. I have it. This is like one. a parlay killer to me. This is yeah, like exactly I've, how a parlay dies. So, so game. what it's what it's going to be is if the Chargers win, I have one where I have them winning by a touchdown, and I feel okay. like if the Chargers touchdown win, plus. it's going to be by yeah. If if Chargers win, it's going to be by a touchdown or more because it, it it's going to be one of those things where the Chargers are the better football team. Yeah, and if they if they show up and play like the Chargers can, and like we know who who they are, what are you saying to the Jags? I think they could saying- win. You're saying smash him in the mouth, punch him in the face, or right it. off the bat, like right, yeah, the, the ultimate underdog wild card playoff weekend move is you come out and you especially hit as a home team, a home as dog, a home bro. team, you, home you come out, yeah, because they're the fucking division winners somehow. Mm-hmm. Come out and punch them straight in the mouth, right, and go from there and and see, make the Chargers beat you, make them beat yeah. you, and they're they look like a team that maybe could, but they also sometimes look like a team that maybe couldn't. And if Mike Williams is out. Sky's the limit, Jacksonville. Sky's the limit. Let's talk about the Dolphins playing the Bills. Listen, Miami, it's been a great season. You guys have acquitted yourself so well. Uh, your, your head coach, offensive guru, Mike McDaniel, has been a lot of fun to watch. I, uh, I'm i a little upset with uh, how you let your quarterback's brain get melted, so maybe you didn't acquit yourself that well. I... I'm happy for you that you got in the playoffs. Kept the Steelers out, which I would have probably preferred. Yes. Because um, they were just like looking a little better. You know, mm-hmm. they were looking like a mm-hmm. team that could win a game. But that's all right. Miami are in. They were on the downturn. Steelers were on the upturn. But Miami are in. They did just enough. McDaniel's still here. We like him. We are fans of him on the show. Uh, he's one of us. He's like the same fucking age as we are. So I, we, I, we I, like told, I told you, though, man, that, that the, the talk out of Miami, man, is if... They get smoked no by the Bills, way. bro. No I'm, way. I just I, I'm I'm reading it right now. It says you know Miami Dolphins may fire Mike McDaniel Come if and get who if they lose to New York. Oh, if they miss the playoffs, so they did make it. All right, never mind. He was cracking jokes in the last few weeks of the season, and I get you know that's why we loved him at first. You're on an eight game losing or like a six game losing streak, bro. You yeah. can't be just cracking jokes. Hey, in, can I just point? Can I just point pre- something out though? Yeah, same record as Flores. 
It, that's funny, isn't it? Same it's record. Funny. It's funny right. how, we, and it was the exact opposite. Too. And it was the opposite run. Exact opposite. Wow, exact that's hilarious. So we, you could make an argument that Flores was responsible for a lot of the success at the start of the season, and we saw more of the Mike McDaniel approach at the at end. At the, of the end. Season. Oh, he's a good coach. I, mean, I think. He I knows. mean, bro, uh, let's be real here. They were they were starting. I can't. What Skyler, Skyler, whatever his name is. The last couple of weeks of the season, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is okay, but he's yeah. nothing special. Listen, well, this, it's this... like the Teddy Bridgewater is the quintessential. Like once he's in there, your season's in trouble. Like something's yes. happened. Yes, yeah. yeah, and yeah. The the Dolphins were on my list the past six weeks of teams that I didn't want to watch. Like yeah. you know, it was like there was, was there was yeah. It was comparatively like to how good it was at the start of the season when when yeah. Waddle and and Tyreek were just like going fucking bananas for like the first eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I uh. I feel like, even though all that's true, you kind of are, you got to move on from Tua at this point. If not for anything else but his health, like his brain. Yeah, I don't trust it. I, I would I would never want to see him get another concussion. And like, no. I feel like if he gets another one soon, it's bad. he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so, like so, learning, so, relearning how to walk territory. It's not good. Long story short here. The Buffalo Bills are going to absolutely oh, yeah. goddamn Miami <laughs> oh, Dolphins yeah. into the ground. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And this is going to be wild. I love Gabe Davis. Listen, this playoff time, and Gabe Davis goes off in the playoffs. It's just mm-hmm. what he does. Mm-hmm. It's just who he is. I, I think he could have two touchdowns in this game. I have one. He is first touchdown, which I like, because uh, Allen loves going to Gabe Davis for that first deep ball. Early in the game because they're covering digs, they're shadowing over to digs, and all of a sudden he throws a bomb over to Gabe Davis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gabe Davis is plus eight fifty for first touchdown. Anytime touchdown, he's plus one fifty five, mm-hmm. which isn't isn't great, but two touchdowns, he's plus uh uh plus a hundred. So plus that. How about this? How about this? Plus two seventy five. This is good. These are good numbers. Plus two seventy five. The Buffalo Bills don't score a rushing touchdown. I like that. Right. The, the only thing I would worry about is it's if Josh they get Allen. within like the four. And Josh, Josh Allen, Allen jogging Allen. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's what's going to get you. Because I'll tell you something. If they want to win a Super Bowl, they got to figure out that running game. It is, something's up there. Uh, it's it's not it's not it's not correct. It's uh, I feel like there's some talent in that in that running back room, mm-hmm. if if you want to call it that. I I just. Man, I don't know. Hey, some something's not quite right about how they run the football. It's Maybe it's how they have it's, it's to scheme different. the yeah. blocking for the kind of quarterback that Josh Allen is. But you kind of can't ask him to do that come playoff time. And I feel like you're starting to see. Plus, man, like you said, I wonder what the number is. I haven't looked this up, but I wonder how what the number is for Josh Allen to throw a red zone interception. I, I I'm curious because it's yeah. like. It just scares me, man. Not this game, obviously, because this game, you know, I, I think is right. I mean, over. he didn't he didn't look fucking great at that against the Patriots of all people. I mean, they're not the best yeah. team in the NFL. Pa- exactly. Patriot Patriots, I feel like are better than the Dolphins at this point. Yeah, I would have rather the Patriots in the playoffs. He's not only he didn't only throw red zone picks against the Patriots, though. So he's like making a habit of it, whoever the team is. It's so. true. It's true. He's looking Dak him and Dak Prescott. I didn't want to say anything, but but yeah, bro. I mean, I think this game could be possibly. I, I'm, I, I am going to put in a bet here where Bills win by like 21 plus, and it's going to be like a big plus number because I think it's more likely that the Bills win this game by 35 than it is that the Dolphins win this game. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty locked in. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about the Giants and the Vikings. Kill me. Kill me with fire. I'm betting on the Giants. Is, this is this is everyone's darling. Yep, that's everyone's darling this week. Is is the Giants? I have. They're just they're better coached. Here. They're a better yeah. coached team. I think Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones are as good as each other. I I don't think one is better than the other. Even if you want to say Kirk Cousins is more talented, uh, it's it's playoff time, baby. You're on TV. They're just different. They're 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 so different, but they're the same. You know what I mean? They're essentially. Yeah. Um. I don't have I don't have any faith in the Minnesota Vikings to bet money on them. I I just won't do it. I know last week we actually had a conversation. What if it's the Giants and the Vikings? And I said I'd probably still take the Vikings. And I gotta say, now that it's actually squeaky bum time and we're actually here and it's time to put your fucking money where your gob is, 
There's no way I'm betting on the Vikings. I'm not parting with money to bet on the Vikings. I'm not doing it. I'm either not betting at all or I'm doing what I already did. And I'm taking the New York Giants to win by less than a touchdown. I like that. So I, I was on Twitter this week and I saw a hype video for the Giants. And, you know, normally going into the playoffs, you see hype videos and it's like you see the players and there's like all this stuff. And like they're like, oh, we're the Giants. Yeah. And then they show like good highlights. They show this. They show that. The New York Giants playoff hype tape was Dabble. Just Brian Dabble. The whole <laughs> the the whole time. That is and the was, interesting part of watching coolest, that team. It was the, yeah, it was the coolest thing ever, man. And I just uh, I'm with you. I, I I know that this seems like the one that Vegas is gonna take everyone's money because yeah. everyone's like Giants, 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 and all of a sudden the Vikings. What about that whole like the Vikings know how to win speech you gave me last week? They listen, I get it. And they do. I know you get which it. Is, you which said is it. What, which is what which is what scares me. Fair enough. Which is what scares me about picking the Giants because the Giants don't win blowouts. The Giants don't win big. They only win close games. And we all know what the Vikings have done. Was it eleven and one? Is it eleven yeah. and one? Yeah. Has it ever been eleven and one in one score games? That's crazy. No, it's been it's bananas. It really is. But I think uh it's playoffs. Hey, all fucking bets are off. It's a clean slate. We're starting over. Like, none of that juju is with us anymore. It just isn't. Maybe a touch, maybe a sprinkle on wildcard weekend. But after after this weekend, it's fucking, it's done. None of that kind of hop, skip, and a jump, leapfrog from lily pad to lily pad bullshit that teams have been doing. You get found out in the playoffs. The best part of it. I don't think it's really, I don't think it's really hit me yet that the playoffs are coming. You know what I mean? uh, It has. I think doing the power ranking show has sort of like broken it up over the course of the year that like it seems like it's it just zoomed right by yeah but you know i i love it <laughs> we're here the playoffs are here plus we're one step closer to the offseason to see what the bears do yeah i mean i i don't know you're right though it does seem like the vegas fucking sneaky vegas like the mr burns yeah. meme where he's like putting his fucking fingers together because they actually know they're getting the fucking vikings win here but let's move on to the baltimore ravens and the cincinnati Bengals. baltimore is not winning this game no, Sorry, everybody. No. Here's well, the thing. Right, right. Here's what I'm discovering about Wild Card Weekend. You ready? There's only one game that really, really could give us some really interesting shit to talk about. I want to talk about it. <laughs> it's the Cowboys and the Bucks. Listen, we'll talk about the Ravens and the Bengals for a second. What I love about the Bengals, what I love about the Bengals, is that they look just as hardcore this time this year as they did this time last year. They were even better when they were bad this year at the start of the year, and they're even better when they like being good than they were last year. They look better now at this time last year than they did when they went to the Super Bowl. So if the Bengals see... Watch this space because Bobby has me convinced that if the Bengals see the Chiefs in the AFC championship game, we're looking at the Bengals going back to the Super Bowl again. He has me convinced. So yeah. I, I need to see those lines when we get there. I think they feel a little disrespected too because of the whole... Burrow looks like a fucking... He looks like the most confident. He's a dog. Is it, do, you hear, do you hear the question uh, they asked? My him, whole career. Um, my whole yeah, career is the window. Best. Best fucking answer fucking, I've ever heard I in love my life. That guy. If 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 that was my quarterback, I if I saw the interview, I swear on my life I would running jump through up a brick and, wall, bro. Let's running through a brick go. wall. I love that guy. I fucking love that guy. Like I've said before, he's who the Browns thought they were getting when they got Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. He's probably he's the big, best he's Baker Mayfield without a Napoleon complex. Is what yeah, it is. yeah. <laughs> I would say Joe Burrow is the best Heisman Trophy winning quarterback ever of the last 20 years I in the NFL. Did Peyton wear Heisman? I don't think he did, right? I don't think so. Well, fucking uh, Baker Mayfield did. <laughs> Bryce Young <laughs> yeah, did. Let's see I know he's in, the he- he's in the Heisman house, bro. I know. Yeah. Reggie Bush did. Uh, so, listen. The Cincinnati Bengals are winning this game. And I, I would yeah. love to give a speech to the Baltimore Ravens about how they, they put in a great season and we, we loved uh, having them here. But quite honestly, they are the biggest disappointment of uh, this NFL season. They're the biggest okay. letdown of this NFL season. Yep. They, they, took, uh, they, they added pieces to their defense. They had a great dynamic point-scoring quarterback. They 
uh, have a coach who's a proven champion, proven winner and a champion. And uh, they just fucking looked lame, you know, coughing up leads, big leads to teams way worse than them. Getting out fought, getting, getting out, getting out ran, getting out fought, getting, getting out thought, getting out jumped every week in, week out. And the only person trying to drag him over the fucking line, it seemed from where we were sitting was Lamar Jackson. And honestly, I think he was just fed up by the end of it. And like you said, he's probably, uh, what did you say to me about what was the basketball comparison? Oh yeah. It was, he's, he's like what the claw did on, uh, San Antonio. He's like, ah, yeah, maybe he's hurt, but like, maybe he just wants to leave. You that's know, so a hundred percent, that's what it is. I mean, I I think this whole season, you know, got tanked because of that whole situation. You know what I mean? As as soon as he got hurt, he wasn't putting his body on the line for this goddamn team. They didn't give him a contract. Why would he do that for you? Of course, he's going to do it in the playoffs. He didn't of get the bag he deserved. I'll tell you that much. Right. And it's like, like I said before, I compare it to Xander. No matter what, it's the same exact correlation where it's like when when, when you take a player who's an all-star in your locker room, who's the captain of your team, and you don't take care of him, bro, it's in trouble. You're in trouble. You just are. But the Bengals, by the way, uh, I just see it as, I think they have the most ice water in their veins out of all the teams, up and down that roster, man. It's like Burrow, Chase, Mixon, T. Higgins, you know, it, it's just that they, they have just ballers all over the place. And I know, you know, it's the Mahomes factor. That's really what overshadows everything. It, but I, I just, there's so much more well-rounded than the rest of them. Man. The Bengals are so good. They're a very fucking good football team. Do you remember when we were doubting them in like week nine, week eight? I think we like, hedged oh, the uh, Bengals. We hedged, we hedged. We did. I don't know. They did this last year. They did this last year. You know, they still could just turn it around just like they did last year. Like, it could happen. Like, Jamar Chase had some injury issues. Like, you know, I think we definitely hedged. So, fuck it. got an appendectomy at the beginning of the year. Yeah, fuck everybody else. We were good. We covered ourselves. Uh, In case Um, you were wondering. Oh, why won't this send? God damn it. There we go. Outstanding. The best Heisman quarterback ever. The internet just told me. It was Carson Palmer. Yeah. Answer. Is it? Answer. Is it? Is it? Answer. Is, right. Are you sure it's not Joe Burrow? See, do you see? Because I don't think that, it's Carson right? Palmer. You see that, right? I don't think it's Carson Palmer, buddy. <laughs> I got to tell you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I've uh, never Googled something and haven't got it so wrong in my life. It just popped up. <laughs> I was like, nope. That poor nope. fuck. Do you remember That's that leg injury, though? Remember that yeah, leg was injury? Bad. He was uh, bangled. Gruesome. That was fucking gruesome. They were going to win that game, too, against the Steelers. They were going to they were gonna do some damage in that playoffs. It was like TJ Husmanzada in, in, the, yeah. in the Chad Johnson year. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. Gonna, they were Oof. Oof. yeah, they had wide receivers for fucking days, dude. It's like the opposite of the next yeah. team we're going to talk about. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, God damn it, bro. Why did you have to do that? I'm sorry, dude. I'm about to be mean to you. Dak fucking sucks, bro. He sucks, dude. He's not the guy. It's over. That was... That was so... I gotta that say pathetic. that that was pathetic. Dude. The, the 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 two plays, the pick six, man, was honestly the two worst plays I've ever in my life seen from a quarterback. I, I felt like I was in a simulation, bro. I really did. Like my my dad texted me, so in case anyone didn't see it, because it was a horrible game. Uh, Dak Prescott threw a pick six uh, to the Commanders. The guy dropped it. He didn't get it. And it was like, oh, Dak Prescott, almost a pick six. Oh, my God. Next play. Literally the same route, same throw, pick six the other way. I- I've never seen anything like it. My Wild. Entire life, bro. Wild. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. My dad asked me if he was on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> we, laughed, uh, we laughed last week about like this exact scenario, Tampa versus Dallas, of this actually happening. The only way you were getting out of it, right, is if the Eagles lost and you guys won and you won the division. That was the only way that was happening. 
So that didn't fucking happen at all. So Tom Brady's probably going to beat you. I got to tell you. Like, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are plus 120. I would take that money. I would, I would take that line right now. If you can leave your Dallas Cowboys allegiance to the side, plus 120, I'm taking the fucking bucks, dude. I want to take it. I do. What's affecting the line? It What's is. affecting the line? All the other times Tom Brady's locked, lost to the Dallas Cowboys? No, because it's happened <laughs> zero funny. fucking times. Zero times. Zero times. No, I've been dreading this match. We've known this matchup was coming since like week 12. You know what I mean? Since, since the Cowboys were slated for that five, five seed. This is what was coming. I got to say, this is, this is as much of a nut crunching time for this regime as there's been. If you can't beat this fucking team that, 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 that has just been an absolute dumpster fire all year long. Oh, listen, I know it's Tom Brady. I know. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were a horseshit football team for 18 weeks. They they are they are not good. So if we actually lose this game, it's you we gotta we gotta reevaluate everything. Yeah, because you if you do. if you can't beat a team, I, I, listen again. I'll say it again. I know it's Tom Brady. No, no, no fucking way. Is it okay for us to lose to this football team? If you if lose. we think if we think this is a real a, a real championship core, yeah. You gotta win this fucking game. Yeah, I think Very. if you lose, you take Tony Pollard and your very young and dynamic defense. I gotta like breathe for a second, and then you <laughs> you move on from everybody else, including Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones is the GM. I mean, I mean, I know it's up to him, but maybe he needs to move on from himself. Ezekiel Elliott, for sure. You got to find a way to get hit that contract off the books. You just got to find yeah. a way. I don't know. Mortgage some shit. I, I don't know. That defense is talented. I think it's it has the potential to be generational given if it's given to the right hands. I think you clean house. If you lose this game, you clean house. You see what you can get for Dak. I'm sorry to say it, but you see what you can get for Dak. Because... If you go to the Washington Commanders and you tell them you would be a great football team with Dak Prescott, maybe it's just not working out here in You can't do it in division. You can't do it in division. If you go to the Las Vegas Raiders and you tell them... Oh, I could picture him. Oh, yeah, I could picture him there, too. You tell Josh McDaniels, hey, that shit you're you're getting by trading away car, we all know you're doing it. We all know what you've been fucking up to. He does stupid shit, too. He can get right in. Oh, yeah. At the next meeting of the Imbecile Club, they should have a little conversation, Jerry Jones and fucking Josh McDaniels and that whole, those two organizations about, about that exact thing. Who, you might ask, do the Dallas Cowboys move on to as their head coach? Sean Payton. It's not even a question. Have um, they approached him? Yeah, he, he used to I heard the commanders the approached him. Yeah. Everyone's approaching him, but his number one destination is the Cowboys. That's where he wants to be. It, Say it doesn't he, work out. He he literally in the Sean Payton movie. I, I'm pretty sure he says that he wants to coach the Cowboys. Really? Uh, yeah. Or Sorry. it was um in in the Kevin James. You know how they made a movie based off the where he like got suspended all that shit. He says he wants to go coach, coach Cowboys. I forgot. God damn it! I had a point before that. Can oh, I make a right, pitch please. to you though? Yeah, go ahead. Lovey Smith. No, fuck you. No, why not? It's the same thing. Same it's thing. not. Listen. He's no, a great coach. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I, I am done with average bullshit. Bro. It's not average. He's not average. He's been to a Super Bowl. So is Mike McCarthy. I mean, he had Aaron Rodgers, though. Lovey Smith had Rex Grossman. Yeah, I mean, listen. No, I can't. I can't deal with another... Guy that doesn't have like that it factor, man. I need, I need it on the fucking Cowboys. I need swagger. I need. Well, you better trade. Dak, I, I you better trade Dak Prescott then. Yeah. So, so that's. I was gonna get to that in a second. So, when it comes to Dak, man, I listen. There's moments where I'm like, that's it. You, you know, I, I feel like this week, if if this game goes according to what I actually think is gonna happen, because I think we're gonna win this game. I think it's gonna be a, a, a good win's coming. I think Dak three touchdowns and a pick for like 275 this week. 
Uh, I think he, I think he has a really good game. He bounces back very well. The team bounces back really well. They have all year. However, I also have a very clear picture in my head of a completely different scenario. So if if the Cowboys lose this game, it's because of Dak Prescott and that offense. And we all know how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win games this year. It's what they do. They make teams play like horseshit because they play like horseshit. And it's just a bunch of horseshit for four quarters until Tom Brady leads a drive at the end of the game was a fucking game. It's It's been every single one of their wins this year. And that is the typical route for a Cowboys loss in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like last year, 49ers played like shit four quarters, had a chance to win the game at the end. It's it's what they do. So that's the two routes here is the Cowboys win big. Then it's like 28 to seven, you know, 28 to 10, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Or 16, 13. Sure. 17, 14. I think the, the, the bucks are going to be you. Eight to six. <laughs> Dak will throw two picks. Brady will throw for 330 yards, one touchdown. It's and so he'll go for two inexplicably to start it's, scoring. It's, and then you guys will miss your extra point when you score your one touchdown. It'll be Tony Pollard in a 44-yard run. I, and then no other, no other players so will true. score. <laughs> no other players will score. No one else will score. So I don't know C- what the lines C- are for that. but City will have like a 68-yard yeah, catch, but like, it, and then it'll like, and then it'll like get fumbled at the goal line. Yeah, um, <laughs> sorry, this is too mean. Okay, Mike's no, not here. I'm trying to fill in the it's, void. It, it's it's fine though because I just feel like what happened was when Tom Brady, when we entered the Madden simulation of of the Tom Brady world that we're in right now. Yeah, this dude hates the Cowboys because I don't know if you've noticed all the things that have lined up just perfectly for the Cowboys to not win this fucking game. <laughs> So Tom Brady, we already talked about it, is lifetime seven and zero against the Dallas Cowboys. He has never lost in. I I, he still owns you. (laughs) In in my entire life, I have never seen my team beat Tom Brady. It's so he's gonna cry. I've 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 never I've never actually had a moment where I've been like, yeah, Brady, we got you, bro. It's always like, oh well, fucking Brady. Also, Dallas Cowboys. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Wait, wait, wait. No, there's another layer. Another layer. Cowboys are also wearing their blue jerseys this weekend. <laughs> Dude, come on. <laughs> they're no, they, okay, the, the Bucks get the choice, bro. And the Bucks are assholes. And they're like, yeah, we're wearing our whites, which they never do. You think do on purpose? Home. You think on purpose? Of course they fucking did. That's um, genius. I love it. The Dallas Cowboys have never won a playoff game in their blue jerseys. Never. It, it's 0 4. So here we go. Cowboys playoffs, baby. We are. Only way to, only we, way to go is we, up, man. Bro, it it really is funny how every year it's the same fucking thing. Do you think if you beat Tom Brady, but don't win the Super Bowl, but don't win the Super Bowl, do you think that that would be like a salve, like a consolation? Depends what the next game's like. It really does. Mm -hmm. They can't do what they did last year. They can't play like shit. I I need to see solid football multiple games in a row to know that this regime has what it takes, man. If we lose a great game against the Eagles, fine. Whatever. You know, shit, I'll, I'll be devastated devastated but at least we show that we can hang in there and, and you know we can put together multiple victories against good teams yeah until here's that the, point here's man. the last thing I want to talk about before we adjourn Tom Brady loses this game or doesn't win a Super Bowl I don't see him in Tampa again next year not after no. what that offense looked like not after how angry he looked Raiders maybe Josh McDaniels maybe could happen but Dolphins though Dolphins, right? You wouldn't even have Brady, to move. Yeah, yeah. I, I, probably, I, probably. I don't know how fucking Florida geography works, but I'm sure you wouldn't have to move. You well, could take I a mean, riverboat. It's like, take, a, it's take, a, take it's an like alligator ride down. Like, I don't fucking um, know. It's all the same. Take a helicopter to work. I, or Tom Brady. I like the Raiders, to be honest, man. I feel like I feel like you could go to the Raiders. I've, that he's Josh playing again, though, right? There's no way he's re- now that he's, he's coming back. Worse no, than he's coming back. It's funny. It's funny. Everyone's asking if Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. I don't think I've heard one peep about if Tom Brady's going to retire. Aaron Rodgers um, is retiring. I bet he's going somewhere, though. I bet he's going he's somewhere other than uh, other than Green Bay. And maybe I'll, I'll hate him less if he fucks off out of the NFC entirely. Who knows? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is God wild, it, bro. Card. God. 
Why can't I just get weekend. excited for Wild Card Weekend? Why is it always got to be this bullshit that I know he's going to grab his balls? Lose. He's going to grab his balls. He's going to put on his jersey. He's going to drink a few gulps of fucking Dr. McGillicuddy's. He's going to scream and yell all day on the 15th of January, 2023 at 8.15 p.m. Eastern, 5.15 Pacific. And I got to wait all the way to fucking Monday. That's the worst part. Worst part is I got to wait all fucking weekend and go to work on Monday. And then have the Cowboys fucking lose. Hey, but you know something? It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So I don't have to go to work. You don't actually have to go to work. So congratulations on that. It'd be better if it was Sunday and you had the next day off, though. All right. That's all I've got, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's been the MTP Wild Cart Weekend Preview. Thanks so much for coming in. We love you all. Not as much as I love Lovey Smith. Good night. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.